0: It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show everyone. Time to go over that tale of the tape. What the numbers tell us about how these teams win. And I know there's going to be different players on the field for the most part. We're going to see backups in many areas, uh, but this is still a trend and we want to see how these teams are trending, how they go about winning because even though you're going to be having different players on the field, that doesn't change the way these teams approach winning and where their successes and weaknesses are. And, of course, once you locate what success uh, strengths are, what weaknesses are, uh, you can see how they counteract against the other and get a really clear picture on what's going to happen in this game. Plus, we're going to get to see a lot of young players step up and see if they can meet expectations for the players that are in front of them. When you look at the Rams, you're going to get a lot of young players that have been a part of their starting unit the entire season. They're going to be expected to step up and play really well against the 49ers. Over on the offensive side of the ball for the Rams, they don't want to get Puka Nakua that rookie record. They still want to get the ball to Tutu well. They want to make some plays on offense. And they've been very successful in the run game. How successful, though? That's what's going to be fun about this episode. I always enjoy getting into the numbers and getting a look because I think it does kind of give you a basis for what you're going to be watching. And every time that you can have an idea, then you can really... See where the the 49ers match up well against the Rams, where the Rams match up well against the 49ers, where it's strength on strength, and where it's not. Uh, So this is going to be a fun episode. I hope you guys all enjoy it. And if I earn your subscription, I really appreciate it. I'm on the push for 5K, so if you'd subscribe and like, I'd appreciate that very much. If you're listening on audio platform, 49ers cut back on, believe, please give it a five-star rating. Now, of course, one of the big things for the 49ers is They have a lot of players out with injury. And we thought we were going to get to see a lot of Jason Verrett in this game. But, of course, uh, Jason Verrett is down and out with a rotator cuff injury. He landed awkwardly, going up to knock a ball away. And he's not going to be able to recover from that. He's going to have season-ending surgery. so we're not going to see Jason Verrett. We are going to get to see Darrell Luter Jr. We're going to get to see Samuel Womack. Those young players are going to be expected to step up and step in. And the likelihood is the 49ers are probably going to go out and bring another guy onto the practice squad. Who that's going to be? Uh, as of time of recording, we don't know. So if it if it happens, we'll let you guys know who that's going to be. So unfortunate news. Forty yards will also be without Christian McCaffrey. Brock Purdy's not scheduled to play. Ambry Thomas is going to be out. Deshaun Gibson's going to be out. Uh, there's a lot of players. Jawan Jennings is still moving through concussion protocol. He has one step left. Galen Moore is going to be out, but Kurt Williams is going to play. And for the Rams, they're going to be without Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Kyron Williams, uh, resting those guys, Aaron Donald. So you're going to have different players. But let's get into this and let's just look at the numbers of how these guys are right after I talk to you about Bet Online. With NFL playoffs right around the corner and the NBA season in full swing, Bet Online has you covered with all the up to the second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile. You can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE—that's that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And I'm really excited to get into this, so let's just go through these numbers uh, and rip it right from the beginning. It's been a long time since the 49ers and Rams played week two. Since then, the 49ers have continued their winning ways. At the time, the 49ers, of course, were undefeated. They beat the Rams in that game by 7, 30-23. Last-second field goal by Sean McVay was very interesting at the time. Now looking back, it's very interesting because the 49ers have 12 wins on the season, 11 of them by double digits. The lone win that didn't go for double digits against the Rams in Week 2 because of the last-second field goal. So it's kind of interesting uh, dynamic in this matchup. But the 49ers have had a really good season minus a three-game losing streak in the middle of the season. Uh, that was a little tough to swallow. They have been a really good football team the entire year. 12-4, and uh, number one seed in the NFC. And you look at the Rams, and the Rams have already clinched a playoff spot. And imagine a world where you have a team that has already clinched a wild card playoff spot at 9-7. and uh, That used to not be the case, but they've done it. There's three wild card spots. They've secured one. Where will they end up being? Will they end up being the six seed or the seven? It could be determined by this game. If the Rams lose, if the Green Bay Packers win, the Green Bay Packers will take over that number six seed, which could have huge matchup implications. Do the Rams want to be six? Do they want to be seven? Uh, that's a completely different story. Uh, me and Jay Hill talked about that over on Patreon, the Ant Hill Show. If you guys want to hear that discussion, go check that out over on Patreon. It's available for you. And the thing is with the Rams is they're sitting enough people that it definitely blurs the lines whether they want to win this game or not. But they're going to have young, people out, young players out there going to expect them to execute. And they have been playing really well down the stretch. A close overtime loss to the Baltimore Ravens. Um, their run game has really been getting going. So it's going to be an interesting matchup between these two teams. And how do the Rams do it on offense? Well, they score 23.9 points per game. 49ers at 29.4. 49ers have been flirting with 30 points per game the entire season. But as you can see, the Rams have a dynamic offense as well. Not to the caliber of the 49ers. Uh, 49ers playmakers have been special this season. First team ever with two wide receivers to go over 1,000, a running back to go over 1,000, and a tight end to go over 1,000. So 49ers have been spectacular. Brock Purdy, the all-time franchise leader uh, and passes pass yards per game. So it's been spectacular, but the Rams have been having a pretty good season, especially the second half of the season. Matthew Stafford has been on point. Puka Nakua has been a huge upgrade for them at the wider receiver position to go along with their stud, all pro player and Cooper cup. Uh, so they've got a lot of weapons and Tyron Williams, in that run game has really been successful. Uh, they're going to be going with other guys. They're going to be going with Ronnie rivers and other running backs. So it's going to be a little bit different in the run game. Uh, but yeah they they're a really talented football team with a lot of guys that can make plays and their offense I want to see it I want to see how they operate in this game um because it's just been it's been really good so far especially down the stretch you look at the offensive yards per game 49ers outgained the Rams 406 to 365 49ers are the you know top 2 in the NFL in yards per game they have been phenomenal and I've talked about this before you want to hit that 400-yard threshold. You want 150 yards per game on the ground. You want you know at least 250 yards through the air. The 49ers are on track to get really close to that. Uh, so they have been a very balanced, well-balanced team. And you look at the Rams, they've been getting better in the run game. The better they get in the run game, the better their team goes. And we all know that back in 2018 when the Rams were really, really good, uh, the reason they were good is because they had a very successful run game. Uh, Todd Gurley and the Rams were very good. Three wide receiver sets getting that run game going. And now they're returning to that with Kyron Williams being very successful on the ground. And whether it's him or somebody else, which it's going to be somebody else in this game, you have to stop the Rams running game because the Rams are averaging 121 yards on the ground. But that has been progressively going up since Kyron Williams got back from his injury. He rushed for over a thousand yards on the season been very dynamic and a lot was made of him not being very fast he runs a 4 7 40 isn't very fast for a running back but it's plenty fast enough to get where he needs to get his vision is really good he runs with great physicality but in this game we're going to be seeing two young guys Ronnie Rivers and Royce Freeman uh, we'll see how they operate in this run game for the Rams and the 49ers run defense has got its hands full you got to make sure uh, you take advantage of what you're doing because with a three-receiver set by the Rams. You're going to see a lot of nickel for the 49ers. So two linebackers on the field the most. How will they fit? How will they feel in the in the run fits? So that's what's going to be interesting. How much Warner and Dre, and Dre Greenlaw are we going to get? Uh, I don't know, but it's going to be a nice test for those backups. At the linebacker position, it's going to be a nice test for Diometer Lenore early. And then let's see who the 49ers put in the slot. Will it be Isaiah Oliver? I think he's going to have to play some safety. I think it would have been some Jason Verrett, but... Uh, now it's probably going to be Womack or Luter Jr. And let's see how they progress and how they play the cornerback position in this game. And also how they cover. The Rams throw for 244 yards. Earlier I said you want to get to 250. You see the 40 yards at 263. Both of these teams have efficient um, passing games. And so 40 yards though better, uh, the Rams still are very successful. And we've talked about the weapons before. In this game, you're not going to see Cooper Cup, but you're still going to see Puka Nakua. You're going you're gonna to see a Tutu Atwell. Um, they've got Ben Skoranek. They've got Demarcus Robinson. They've got the young tight end Davis Allen, who will be playing. Uh, so it's going to be good. Yeah, I know they're going to be missing Tyler Higbee. They're not going to have Cooper Cup, but they still have weapons to be able to get the ball out. And that's going to be a nice test and a nice uh, work for the forty-yard secondary. You're going to have Logan Ryan in his second start at safety, probably Isaiah Oliver in his first start at safety and then you're going to have guys on the outside who are going to be playing that are young guys. We might see Mooney Ward early, uh, Demo early, uh, but there's going to have to be somebody that steps up in that nickel role now that you're not going to have Jason Verrett or Ambry Thomas. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see what the 49ers ultimately decide to do in the secondary, but we're going to get to see a lot of young players tested because they're still a very good quarterback. And I know a lot of people will probably scoff at that Uh, But when you look at the stats for Carson Wentz, I mean, he's had a pretty good career. He was very good in Philadelphia for a long time. He had MVP caliber seasons, and he was one of the better quarterbacks in the league. He lived up to that top two billing coming out of that draft. And since then, it's been a little bit of a struggle compared to what he was doing early on in his career in Philadelphia. That injuries, what is it? Uh, I don't know, but he's going to have an opportunity to go out on the field and show what he can do. And it's an opportunity for Sam Darnold as well. Uh, both of these guys are playing for future contracts, whether that is in the, you know, with the team that they're with right now or in free agency next year. And they're trying to prove that they can be very good quarterbacks, including starting quarterbacks in the league. For Sam Darnold, it's going to be an opportunity to prove how much he's grown and what he has learned inside the system, how he can operate in the system, because this system is throughout the NFL. So it's going to be a fun one between two former top three picks. Uh, Sam Darnold, of course, picked third overall uh, and then Wentz second. So talent is not the problem. Arm strength is not the problem. Uh, Accuracy sometimes the problem, but athleticism, it's all there. So let's just go over their numbers a little bit. This is their career numbers, what they've done throughout their career, because neither one of them have really played this season. Sam Darnold in spot duty. Carson Wentz, not at all. So uh, here's what you got. You got Sam Darnold at 59.7%. And which is crazy because what we've seen from him in training camp, what we've seen from him in his limited reps this season has been a more accurate passer. But I think that just shows his growth, his maturity, as he's continued to grow. And he's going to have to be accurate in this game to be able to move the ball against the the Rams' defense. You look at completion percentage for Carson Wentz, he's at 62.6%. So definitely lower completion percentages for both. They would love this number to be up over 65% um but that's not where they're at right now. You look at yards, Sam Darnold, uh, 11,875. Carson Wentz doubles that number basically, 22,129 Throwing for a lot of yards in his career. You look at touchdowns. Uh Sam Darnold 62. Carson Wentz 151. Carson Wentz, he's been he's been pretty good in his career. He's 2 and 0 against the 49ers all time. Uh 56 interceptions for Sam Darnold. 66 for Wentz, but you look at Wentz over a 2-to-1 ratio. That is really good quarterback play. That's what you want it to be, over 2-to-1, and that's where he's at. Darnold's throw a lot of interceptions in his career. Um, That's not a good number. That number should be cut in half. So Sam Darnold definitely has to make sure he takes care of the football. And against the Baltimore Ravens, after he got sacked, he did throw an interception. So we'll see. We'll see what kind of performance we get from Sam Darnold but they're they're acting like uh, Brock Purdy is hurt, and I'm sure Carson Wentz is the same thing in Matthew Stafford, and these guys are inserted into the offense to see what they can do because when you get to the playoffs, if something happens, you have to be able to step in and continue the momentum of the offense and be able to get something done, and I think that's exactly what the four years are hoping Sam Darnold can do, and that's what the, the Rams are hoping Carson Wentz can do. Now, as far as sacks, when you look at Wentz, he's been sacked 237 times. There's an area that he really does struggle with. It is holding the ball too long and taking sacks. Uh, so that'll be something that's interesting. Can the 49ers defensive line get to him? How much Nick Bosa will we see? How much Javon Hargrave will we see? Uh, but it's going to be exciting to see Gregory and Chase Chase Young and potentially Robert Beale Jr. rushing the passer. That's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to get to see more Sebastian Joseph Day and see how his development is playing in this one-gap scheme compared to what he played before, where he was a two-gapper and a 3-4 defense. So that's going to be exciting to see. So uh, I'm curious if they can get after Carson Wentz in this game. You look at Sam Darnold, 146 sacks. Uh, He gets sacked a lot, which is interesting because he's mobile. He has a quick release. Uh, But we'll see. Hopefully he won't hang on to the football a lot in this matchup. He'll get rid of the football quickly and get it to the open receivers within the rhythm of the system. Uh, That's what I'm really hoping. And then you look at their quarterback rating. You've got Carson Wentz at 89.3. Not bad. And over with Sam Darnold, 78.1. Definitely could be a lot better. So that's what you're looking at as far as your quarterback comparison. You have two experienced quarterbacks. They've started a lot of games in this league. They have tremendous ability to be able to get the ball down the field. But can they operate within the offense? If they can operate within the offense, then they're going to be just fine. They're going to have some success in this game. If they can't and they hold on the ball, they're going to get sacked, and that could be a real problem for them. Let's look at third-down efficiency. You see the San Francisco 49ers offense converts at 47%. Really, really good. They're not going to get to that 50% ratio that I have been imploring them to get better and get to, but still, 47% is one of the top five in the NFL. That's very significant because if you have a consistent third-down conversions, you stay on the field as an offense, you keep the opposing defense on the field, and you wear them down. So I think that this is the 49ers are right where they want to be as far as third down conversions. When you look at the Rams, Rams closer to, uh you know, that 39%. You want to make sure you stay 40% and over. So Rams are right on that fringe of conversion rate. But they've proven that they can consistently uh, get first down. So this is going to be interesting. The team that stays on the field on offense the longest who wins time of possession probably has a really good chance to win this game because that means they got the run game going. And for the 49ers, that means a run game of Jordan Mason, Elijah Mitchell, uh, getting some success with those two guys and just kind of furthering what the 49ers have started to employ the last couple weeks, which is more of a bully uh, ball mentality. They ran the ball well against the Ravens. I know it didn't didn't look like it. You don't remember that because we had so many turnovers, but they ran the ball consistently against the Ravens. They ran the ball great against the Commanders, over 180 yards on the ground. So we've seen the success rate. And when you run the ball consistently and you stay on schedule or in the four yards case, a lot ahead of schedule, then you have really good third down uh, conversion percentage. So that's going to be a key in this game. And when you're talking about defense, uh, both of these teams are pretty close, but the Rams actually are better on third down than the San Francisco 49ers are of getting off the field. They only allow conversions at 38% uh, where the 49ers allow it at 39%. So 49ers will probably give the Rams a 40% opportunity. Just looking at the numbers, they'll probably convert close to 40%. The main thing is don't allow them to get over that 45% and over Rams have a really good opportunity for long drives, a tired 49ers defense defense and being able to convert and get touchdowns, and that's going to be a key in this game. So 49ers need to get off the field on third down, and just got to make sure uh, that you make third and long situations. Make Carson Wentz hold on to the football. Don't give him easy convertible plays. Uh, make him check it down. Make him throw it underneath the 2-2 Atwell, Puka Nakua, uh, and DeMarcus Robinson. Don't let him get anything vertical down the field, and I think the 49ers will be okay. let's flip it over to the defensive side of the ball and look at what the defenses have been doing this year as far as scoring defense. 49ers have been giving up 17.3 points per game. Very good number. Slightly above the average that they had last year where it was 16.9. So they've started to give up a little bit more points. But last week against the Commanders, they gave up 10. So there are games, of course, the Baltimore Ravens game skewed it a little bit. And there's been other games as well. Arizona Cardinals going for nearly 30. That have kind of put that number up there. Uh, In the grand scheme, if you hold a team to 17 points per game, you're going to probably have an opportunity to win a lot of games, especially when your offense averages 30. So it's a good number. 49ers are top five in the league in scoring defense. Look over at the Rams. They're kind of more uh, middle of the road with 22.3 points per game. But think about the point differential. 49ers score score 29.4. They give up 17.3 Rams are 23 points per game and give up 22 that margin of victory for the 49ers double digits for the Ram. Not so much for your room for error is a little bit more for the 49ers compared to the Rams. But as you can see Rams give up five, uh, five points extra per game than the San Francisco 49ers do uh, defensive yards per game. 49ers stay real close to 300 yards per game. That's where you want to be under 300 would be, superb for your defense Uh, when you look at the Rams 340 not bad once again middle of the road so 49ers sitting in a really good spot you've seen their defense be consistently good this year and I'm curious if the backup guys can keep that going if they can keep executing at this level and the Rams they're going to be looking to play even better against the 49ers offense that will be without Brock Purdy let's see if they can slow up this 49ers offense look at past yards allowed per game and the truth is the 49ers have been sitting around this area from 212 to 222 pretty much the entire season uh, whether that is they've played really good in the secondary or they've you know been up so much they've allowed teams to get garbage yards it's just been something the Forty years have consistently been so this is who they are uh, they're going to give up around 215 yards per game through the air and we'll see how that looks without Deshaun gibson this week uh, how that looks without Ambry Thomas and what the 49ers do to maneuver and finagle uh, their secondary to be able to cover some very talented wide receivers for the Rams, at least early on in the game when you'll see Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell uh, early on. And we'll, we'll see how that progresses, but uh, you see that the the Rams have given up some yards through the air. It may be one of their weaknesses that could be a problem for them in the playoffs because they have struggled on the back end with some of those defensive backs. It just haven't been as good as I think they were hoping, uh, but they spent a lot of money in other places. They got a lot of money tied up in Aaron Donald. They went ahead and drafted a young player Byron Young. When you look at their safety position, uh, they've got Quentin Lake. I liked him coming out of UCLA. they got Jordan Fuller, uh, but Akela Witherspoon 40 yard fans are very familiar with Akela Witherspoon. We just think that's a matchup that always works out for the 49ers whether that's our starting players or our backup players. I believe they can get it over on. Killer Witherspoon, And then Kobe Durant, yeah, he he battles, but that's another advantage, 49ers, and then Darion Kendrick as well. Uh, so when you look at their secondary, it's a weakness for them compared to other teams in the league. 49ers are very familiar with them and will be looking to take advantage of them in this game, whether it's Ray Ray McLeod, Jawan Jennings, uh, Ronnie Bell, it doesn't matter, 49ers will be looking to take advantage of that secondary. Look at the rush yards allowed per game, 49ers trending back down over recent weeks giving up 88. You want that number under 100 yards. You really would love that number closer to 80. Uh, but the 49ers have had a couple of games where they gave up significant yards on the ground, Cleveland, Baltimore. Uh, so you got to make sure you consistently play better. And I think the 49ers have been playing better. Of course, they've been without Eric Armstead. So that always plays a big, you know, part of you not being great against the run. So it'll be curious. It'll see what happens when you have backup linebackers in there. And also some of these backup defensive linemen. How good can Kevin Givens, Sebastian Joseph Day, uh, be against double teams, dual blocks? And let's be honest, the Rams are going to trap. The Rams in week two were the first ones that took advantage of that, where they would trap and wham uh, interior defensive linemen pretty consistently. You saw that throughout the year. Teams have went back to that. Cleveland ran it. um, And we've seen Baltimore Ravens run it. So, a team's definitely witnessed and saw that that is something you can do against the 40 ers defense. So the traps, the whams, and the screens are going to be important in this game. And the Rams give up 100, over 100 yards on the ground, and they're going to be without Aaron Donald. So there's an opportunity for the 49ers' run game to get going. It would be nice to see Elijah Mitchell and Jordan Mason be able to get a run game going, and potentially one of them rush for over 100 yards. That would be really fun to see. So the 49ers are going against a Rams defense. Not bad against the run, not great. Once again, middle of the road. Now let's look at turnovers. 49ers turn over the football 17 times this season. Rams have turned over the football 17 times this season. So they've both done a pretty good job taking care of the ball, which is very important. Got to make sure you take care of the football. That's what's really going to ensure that your team has the best chance to win. Uh, turnovers and giveaways are the recipe for a team to fall apart, for a game to go awry. Nothing more clear than the Christmas game against the Baltimore Ravens where the 49ers turned the ball over five times. Just can't win that way. And the 49ers know that. That's why if you look at the number 17, five of them came from one game. Just shows how good the 49ers have been. But this is going to be the 17th game. The 49ers can escape without a turnover. That's a one turnover per game average. That's pretty good. You'd like it to be under that. But both these teams do it a good job taking care of the football. Now here's where the advantage goes, 49ers. 27 takeaways to the Rams, 14. The 49ers have 21 interceptions on the season. So they have seven more interceptions than the Rams have turnovers. Uh, 49ers have been very good at taking care of the football and also taking the ball away from opponents. So uh, this is an advantage, 49ers. Rams don't get enough turnovers. They are better on third down, but... When you're 1% better on third down and you don't produce turnovers like this, you're going to be on the field a lot more. So 49ers' defense have been ball hawking, producing sudden changes. Those are the type of things that help you win football games. I think this is a distinct advantage that could play in the 49ers' favor. They're able to cause turnovers uh, from Carson Wentz, and he can put the ball on the ground. He can put the ball in harm's way through the air. You have the opportunity to make some plays and potentially get some short fields For Sam Darnold in this offense, where you could turn to the run game, get a little play action going, and really have some success. So I think that's a huge advantage for the 49ers in this game. When we look at turnover differential, that really makes it clear right there. Uh, 49ers are plus 10. Rams are minus 13. So 49ers are plus 13 over the Rams as far as turnover differential. That's going to be huge. If the 49ers win the turnover battle, they're going to win this football game. If the Rams win the turnover battle, they're going to win this football game. I don't think there's enough margin uh, for error with the backups that the 49 and Rams are going to be playing to uh, make up for several turnovers or even a couple of turnovers in this game. If you lose by two turnovers, you're losing the game. That, that important in this game. And just like always, you run the ball effectively, you convert on third down, and you win the turnover battle. More than likely, you're going to win the football game. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. I know we're going to see a lot of backups in this game, but I I hope you guys are like me. You're excited to see some of these guys step up and get their opportunities and see where they're at and see how much they can help our team. And let's be honest, some of them might be called upon when we get to the playoffs. Heaven forbid you lose one of your players and one of these guys got to step up. This is a great opportunity for them. Uh, to not just get experience, but also make it a proving ground to show everyone who you are and what you can be. Uh, so, yeah, I'm really excited about this. Uh, like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already on the push for 5K. you listening on the audio platform, 40 hours cut back on, I believe. Please give it a five-star rating. And the game preview show will be coming out tomorrow, so stop by, check out the game preview show. I'll be going over the key matchups, uh, giving some bold predictions and picking the winner of this football game, Going to be a lot of fun. Of course, this episode of 40 ers Cutback brought to you by Bet Online, where the game starts. Catch you guys in the next one. Until then, stay safe. Remember, the right way is always the 49ers.